Welcome everybody to the Dreamcast podcast. Welcome to Dreamcast by Driffy. This is a podcast where we will be discussing tech, lifestyle, productivity, and a dash of finance. Well, I'm not going to waste the time. Let's get on to it, shall we? So, first upon our agenda, this was reported by the Seattle Times. Thanks to a glitch, some Seattle master drivers can't tune their radios away from Kuo. Kuo is a radio station in Seattle run by NPR. So, the current problem is that um, when people of car, people who own the cars of Mazda from 2014 to 2017, then they tune to the FM radio station of 94.9, their cause infotainment system kind of goes kablooey so that's the problem so basically what they're saying is um somehow the signal the station sent from modern hd radio that's part of the master entertainment center had uh some sort of welding puts it as a, the welding is a person's name uh, uh it fried the, the signal sent fried a major component of the car's infotainment system literally now radios are destroying cars who would have thought about that oh wait i did yeah so basically this frying did not just cause the radio or the infotainment system to malfunction but it made them stuck in kuo it's a radio station remember 94.9 yeah so basically it screwed up people master screwed up really really bad and for some people like this was this isn't just the only problem for some people the entire infotainment system just goes poof stops working the master logo keeps coming and going keep basically like a boot loop and yeah a new master infotainment system costs $1500 and people don't have that like the company doesn't have the parts basically master screwed up little bit so yeah what can i say that was really harsh the problem that they are saying what causes this issue this crashing and this you know boot looping and the infotainment system going kablooey is just that you know how image files have how extensions work if you guys know how extensions work you might have an idea of what i'm talking about so uh this is happening because of how the image files were being transmitted from the radio station without proper extension supports that means without a proper extension the thing the the thing does not it can't understand what's happening and basically since the infotainment system can't understand what the hell is happening the thing just fries itself yeah basically that's what's happening so what they have said is um it's because of some sort of technical in, like problem i am not an electrical or electronics expert i just know tech a lot that's it so yeah i'm not going to go too deep on this but i'll t- i'll just quote some this like some of the lines they said um yeah just yeah the wording is super vague like literally vague i'm actually looking at the seattle times newspaper and 
what they're saying is like yeah something vague so basically what well, the problem has happened here is professor one professor from uh, San Jose has said this um, this what happened is uh, what could have happened says the professor is that the station sent a file and the infotainment system could not identify the format it's, it could be a word document or an image file basically yeah and the, the problem is that the car should not have opened this file but then the car did and thus causing it to you know mess up uh, yeah so let's wrap that up shall we Mazda cars are crashing because like not crashing crashing but the software is crashing because radio stations stations have been transmitting um, image files across their network which is being picked up by the cars and the car is trying to open them and open these image files but then the image files don't have their required extensions which is causing the car to go to really bad places basically them crashing and they're becoming vulnerable to failure so yeah that is eh, sketchy 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 so yeah that was master screen up now let's talk about some other people screwing up shall we this was regarding the 2016 bitfinex hack so yeah eli Eli Likenstein, 34, and his wife Heather Morgan, 31, both from New York. Uh, it's been said that they stole around um, three, four point five billion dollars. Yes, B. That's twenty-five thousand bitcoins. Four point five billion dollars worth of Bitcoin from Bitfinex, and they were caught trying to launder money. You know, same old stuff that happens a lot. It should not happen. It should not have happened. But still, this is like, it's kind of kicking around. And a lot of the money, that's around 3.6 billion, has been seized. And this is actually, okay, so people went, after seeing all this, people, people are going to be like, Cryptocurrency is not secure, it can be hacked. And no, let me explain this to you. Cryptocurrencies on a whole, or Bitcoin as itself, cannot be hacked. You cannot put 51, a pull of 51% attack on a network which is literally spanning millions of users. Literally. You can't edit data that, is, that has been logged, that has been locked, that has been done with and that's how Bitcoin works and like it, it's, it's basically a trustless ledger so you can't steal it from your cold wallet but if you put it in a exchange or something like you know Bitfinex, Binance, any of the exchanges if they ever get hacked god forbid but still I'm saying it because you know people have to be educated on what's happening if it happens you could lose your money a lot of it so basically um eli Likenstein, 34 and his wife heather morgan 31 both of new york are scheduled to make the initial appearances in the federal court today at 3 p.m in manhattan i think this is gonna happen today by the time this episode goes live this will take place <sighs> wow i i can't i don't know what to say because this is sad because Heather Morgan 
Morgan, Miss Morgan, Mrs. Morgan, um, was an up-and-coming rapper, and I'm pretty sure her career is kind of gone after this. Basically, she screwed up, so did her husband, and they tried to screw over a lot of people. Yeah. Don't do stuff like this. <laughs> okay, now, something a bit more happy. What can I say? Uh, remember the nuclear reaction fusion thing that happened in China? Well, something like, something like that, but similar by a UK-based jet laboratory laboratory I don't know how you guys pronounce it we just say laboratory so yeah a jet laboratory um, achieved another milestone the experiment that they produced gave out 59 megajoules of energy over five seconds that's 11 megawatts of power 11 megawatts of power that's just Oof, too much like you could run like a lot of stuff for a long, long time for that but but they said the people are being super optimistic and be like hey it's no big deal it's not that massive it's only enough to boil around 60 kettles worth of water but then 11 megawatts of power is a lot of power usually a house uses around I don't know, in a month or two, around a couple of kilowatts. I don't know, 10, 12, 15, I don't know, I'm not sure. So yeah, so I'm quoting them, that is the jet laboratory. The jet experiment has put us closer, a step closer to fusion power, said Dr. Joe Milan, Milan, Milnes, Milnes? <laughs> the head of operations of the reactor lab. We have demonstrated that we can create a mini star inside of our machine and hold it there for five seconds and get high performance, which will really take us into a new realm basically if this goes on um, basically what they're doing is they're taking deuterium which is like 1h2 and then tritium that is 1h3 hydrogen isotopes blasting them with heat energy they join together they form helium neutron goes outside as heat into the water and the steam goes up if you understand what I just said that means your chemistry is really strong what I'm gonna say, okay, so basically, uh, let me recap this. 10 million Celsius, uh, that is at, the low, at a much lower pressure that are possible on Earth, temperature to produce fusion that need about around 100 million Celsius. Basically, we made a little baby sun in a building, in a reactor, a thing made of metal. So, yeah. So yeah, it okay. So people will be uh, so there. There's also been a quotation that the walls of the jet reactor were changed to a material made of beryllium and tungsten. Tungsten is from your uh, bulbs. So yeah, like I'm not a expert in nuclear fission and stuff like that. Fusion, fusion. I'm not an expert, but still, I'm kind of interested in this. So yeah, that's that. Okay, so something sad just came up and something a little creepy. Google testing something called journeys that auto-group visited sites by topic. Oh, okay, my dudes. Mm -hmm. Yeah, be careful on what you search on regular Google or your incognito Google. So, yeah, basically means that whatever you search or your 3 a.m. research, all your 3 a.m. research is 
kind of sort of maybe going to be you know stored and review it a little creepy but then the shortcuts they've given on Google's 95 Google that's like a website that the blogs about all these stuff yeah they have some very real names and very a bit too Google related stuff like everything is way too googly I don't know I don't know if that's a thing but still yeah it just means that uh, keep your browsing habits on incognito because um, nobody wants to see what you research at 3 a.m. in the morning yeah another stuff that I came across is uh-huh Apple wants to kill the credit cards and debit cards and they are revealing their Apple pay chip basically NFC but then they are no basically they're ramping up Apple pay they're gonna make it better they're gonna make it faster they're gonna make it smarter they're gonna make it more secure and they will be more compatible with apps that use stripe if you know what stripe is damn you're nice and yeah that's like not a huge story there's another Apple story coming up this was reported by Gizmodo so yeah I do believe that there is some sort of truth to this basically Basically, it's trying to replace your credit card and debit card with your phone. Just like how Google Pay, uh, what do you call it? Razor Pay, Paytm, not Paytm, Phone Pay. I don't know. Like, India is a leader in this because of how you, because of this called Unified Payment something. It's called UPI. It's really, really cool. The tech is amazing. Okay, and let's get to something. Okay, this was. <laughs> Kind of expected though. Nvidia calls off the arm. I'm sorry, my voice is getting distorted. Basically, I'm cracking up. Nvidia calls off arm accusation because acquisition, accusation, what do you want to call it? Acquisition of because China isn't happy, UK isn't happy, US isn't happy. U.S. was like no, U.K. was like no, China was like no. So yeah, so they are they like the you know SoftBank. It's a Hong Kong Japanese conglomerate, and the like arm company just, just gives out designs. It's basically a real life stock industry. It's like they give out weapon specs. If you know the reference, kudos to you. Basically, yeah. Um, Basically, what I'm all I'm saying is, people were saying, like, not just people, the big big dudes who are at the government level of stuff. They're saying that if Nvidia acquires a company like Arm, they could um, basically become a monopoly, which could cause problems. But then, Nvidia recently opened an engineering group in Israel, Intel's backyard, basically focusing on CPU design. It's a rocky road, but then let's see what happens. FTC blocked in EU and the Chinese regulatory. No one's so happy about it either. So yeah, let's see. Let's see what happens. I do know that Jacket Man is gonna do something. But yeah, the IPO for Arm is gonna come out really, really soon. So I think we're gonna see some good competition. Really good competition. And now for something great. Remember Samsung Galaxy S20, S21 Ultra? Well, welcome to the mix. Samsung Galaxy S22 Ultra. Same phone, bumped up specs, with an S Pen. Yeah.
nothing much. It just have your. It's basically every 2022 smartphone that's gonna be. Like literally, I'm I'm not gonna exaggerate. It's like Snapdragon 8 Gen 1, 8 gigs of RAM, ex expandable RAM, wide storage, UFS 3.1. Uh, then the higher models or the higher variety, higher, more expensive versions of the phone, 12 gigs of RAM, 128, 256, and wait, 128, 512, one terabyte. So basically, a lot of storage, a lot of RAM. A wicked fast processor and the Exynos 2200 the much rumored processor from Samsung that is going to be in European and Indian and Indian European Chinese Korean all those side uh, of the you know where the S22 Ultra is going to be released basically that much it's it's nothing interesting if you ask me I'm not a reviewer I didn't I'm, I've not gotten the phone in my hands so uh, what, what I do have seen, I did play around with it, and yeah, I'm not super excited about it. I'm not gonna be like, I'm not gonna drop what I'm doing and go buy the phone. Now, I heard something, I told you, remember I told you I will talk about another Apple news? Yeah, this is that. iPhone SE 3 roundups, leaks roundup, not the SE 2, the SE 3 another se amazing okay but apple is super mum about it but i don't know what's gonna happen but yeah this is seems like it is to succeed the se 2020 or the se2 uh, it's gonna basically it's gonna basically be an iphone the stripped down iphone 13 mini or 13 it just has it's gonna have it's gonna have the same old 8 iphone 8 body and the latest processors and a slight bump to the camera 4.7 inch lcd display no fancy oled no high refresh rate just the iphone 13 processor that's the a15 chip and 5g connectivity same single lens the 12 mega megapixel rear camera 7 megapixel front camera same tiny battery and it is going to be listed for $300 that's what's being said okay now I have a thing I have a little um, conspiracy th conspiracy theory I don't know how to pronounce that word conspiracy conspiracy yeah the cons I have a little conspiracy theory this phone is specifically made to tackle phones like the OnePlus Nord 2 OnePlus a Nord 2 Xiaomi Mi 11 you know phones like that the uh, lower end but mid-range highly competitive phones that's like yeah basically vivo phones uh um xiaomi phones OnePlus, oppo a series phones f series phones vivo v series phones basically the this new se is made just for that because there is because i am predicting this because india is a country that is skyrocketing in its developmental growth and people are literally buying up phones there are so many great people in India and, and so many rich people in India and people do not like buying the iPhone because of the amount of taxes and if this phone comes to India and if it's like around the uh, I don't know $300 price tag that converts to around uh, yeah, I don't know 40,000 30, 40,000 iron on it's gonna be a pretty damn good deal. It's gonna be the fastest phone in the price range. It's gonna have It's gonna have 5g. It's gonna be the fastest phone in the range. It's 
literally going to be an all-round amazing phone like the Apple it's basically going to be an iOS phone with a cherry on top given to the literal Indian population who's going to literally buy a up because 30,000 rupees that is the INR currency that they use 30,000 rupees for an iPhone it's a pretty big steal because iPhones usually in India cost anywhere from you know 70 80 90 to 100,000 rupees which is almost not fully but almost double what people pay in Dubai uh, UK I guess US but I'm sure for US and Dubai people pay like people I've heard news is that people have traveled all the way from India went to Dubai bought an iPhone stayed in Dubai came back and still had a cheaper price on the phone and the entire travel together than buying the iPhone from them and there itself that is from the their own country but this might bring a big change I hope this is true I really do because if it is Apple just got a huge market in Redmi Note 11 is coming out I think it has already you know typical Xiaomi smartphone just competitive specs nothing else yeah well that's about it and I'm sorry for the late like because I was late I had some stuff basically a lot of exams and yeah and say isn't nvidia supposed to talk about some of their new gpus yeah nvidia is supposed to talk about the new gpus they've not talked about it they're supposed to talk about talk about it by the first week of february but they haven't huh sketchy ain't it yeah well what can i say to nvidia but i'm just an independent guy with a phone and a headphone who's recording on his in his bedroom so Eh, don't mind me. I'm just calling out NVIDIA for not telling us about the new GPUs. Just kidding. Messing with you guys. But seriously, I'm excited for the iPhone if it actually releases because I'm expecting a event from Apple anytime by March. So yeah, let's see. Thank you for listening. I know I was a little shorty today. My voice, pronunciations, everything was a little shorty because... I wasn't well, had lots of exams, it wasn't well, it basically it was a very hectic week and I was, I'm just way too winded for all this today, but then I have to do it, so I'm doing it still. So thank you so much for listening to the podcast, I know it went a bit longer than expected, it's almost 23 minutes, and yeah, thank you so much for, thank you so much for listening, see you in the next one, see ya, toodles!